of the Mark Marauder Show, be in the market one trade at a time. Hope everybody's having a great week out there. Going to be giving you some of the news that is going on in the market. So, first off, I want to start with uh, Apple sending invites for its October 18th launch event, uh, where new MacBooks are expected to be debuted. Uh, so, Apple announced Tuesday its plans to hold a launch event on October 18th, where the company could announce a new MacBook laptop and airpod headphones uh so that would be just in time for the holiday season uh so pretty good timing for apple on that and definitely interested to see the new technology uh that they're working on so the event was uh revealed and invites to media and a tweet from apple senior vice president of marketing uh greg Joswak, uh with the slogan unleashed uh AirPods and Apple's most expensive and largest MacBooks are due for a revision uh, as most recent models for both products were released in 2019. The launch will be streamed on Apple's website as the company has held virtual launch events since the start of the coronavirus pandemic uh, in 2020. Apple usually launches its products ahead of the holiday shopping season, uh, which is its busiest time for sales. Uh, Apple's been updating their line of laptops, desktops, and running uh, the Mac OS operating system to run on chips it designs instead of using the process made by Intel. So that was kind of the big news uh, that they released um, about a year ago, seems like, uh, that they switched from Intel chips to their own silicone chips. Um, you know, especially, I think it was a pretty good move, especially considering the chip shortage, uh, that kind of started to ramp up right after that happened. Um, but now they make all their chips in-house and they're supposed to be a lot faster, um, and more compatible with their own system. Um, and with it being in-house, it'll be their own technology. They don't have to worry about, um, a third party person. So with that release, they also started to uh, take some of the other items off their shelf, which is uh, like Beats uh, and the Beats pills. They stopped really selling those in the uh, stores that I've seen uh, so far. So it seems like Apple is uh, essentially focused on improving their brand internally um, and trying to increase the uh, usability uh, and adaptability of their products. So uh, definitely going to be interesting uh, on this event on October 18th called Unleashed. Uh, and hopefully they will be announcing some new products uh, for the holiday season. So next, Jeff Bezos, Blue Origin successfully launches a crew with William Shatner to space and back. Uh, Jeff Bezos, Blue Origin launched its new Shepard rocket uh, for the fifth time this year on Wednesday uh, with Canadian actor William Shatner joining. Uh, called NS-18, this new Shepard mission carried a crew of four Shatner, Blue Origin VP of Mission and Flight Operations, Audrey Powers, uh, Planet Labs co-founder Chris uh, Boshizen, and uh, Metadata co-founder Glenn DeVaris. Uh, Shatner, who famously played Captain Kirk in the original Star Trek TV series, is now the oldest person to fly to space at 90. Uh, so I think that's a pretty cool um, honor for, you know, the person who played uh, Captain Kirk uh, to be able to go to space. 
you know, that's a pretty cool uh, honor to have, and especially being the oldest person now uh, to be able to go to space. Uh, so it seems like uh, Blue Origin is kind of doing things a lot faster than Virgin Galactic is. Uh, Virgin Galactic's uh, whole motto is trying to do space tourism, uh, but they always successfully did one launch uh, before they were grounded by the FAA. And that launch had uh, uh, their CEO on board. So that kind of happened, I think it was the week before uh, Jeff Bezos and his crew went up uh, to space. But now we have uh, another launch by Blue Origin. So it seems to be uh, the commercial space race uh, thing is starting to go on. Uh, but it seems like Blue Origin is kind of uh, in the leader. But as far as technology is concerned, uh, we still have to acknowledge SpaceX as being the leader as far as launching uh, rockets into space and just recovery of rockets um, in general. So definitely a huge uh, leap forward for uh, space exploration and space tourism uh, and glad to see, you know, these people return back safely uh, on a pretty cool uh, mission. So next, the Education Secretary uh, Cardona uh, says that he's continued conversations around loan forgiveness. So loan forgiveness was one of the big things that was on the table uh, kind of when the CARES Act came out. They have defaulted or been, well, stopped payments on loans. Uh, so there's no interest occurring on loans um, and payments have been uh, deferred basically um, until, you know, the pandemic was over. So that was kind of the first initial uh, wave that was going on. And then I think there was a uh, people with disabilities had been approved to have a uh, relief in payment. And so um, this is kind of ramping up the conversation, uh, starting it back again. So it says since taking office, Biden administration has approved over nine point five billion of student loan relief, mostly for borrowers with a total and permanent disability. The amount forgiven, however, remains a small percentage of the over $1.7 trillion worth of student loans that Americans face still collectively owe. Uh, on a Wednesday town hall, Education Secretary Miguel Cardona uh, spoke to um, Sharon Espera, uh, the Department of Education's plan, uh, on the Department of Education's plan, uh, addressing a range of issues including student loan crisis. Uh, he said public service loan forgiveness is going to be one of the major strategies that we take, especially when educators who have been serving for years routinely get turned away. Uh, we need to keep revamping that system and make it more user friendly. Uh, we need to keep the borrower at the center, uh, especially for people who choose public service. Um, so, you know, they're still working on uh, the loan forgiveness uh, portion of that. I kind of have mixed feelings about that. Um, you know, as far as public service work is concerned, yes, you know, you can get uh, their programs for that. But I think, you know, some of the other professions that are out there um, really aren't being shined on or kind of highlighted as far as uh, the student loan um, situation is concerned. So um, I think it should be you know, at the source, let's start with making school a little bit more affordable for people. That may be uh, a solution uh, that may be more feasible, uh, especially considering, you know, tuition continues to go up every year. Um, let's, you know, kind of mitigate that. Um, and, you know, there are some uh, industries that 
are less profitable than other industries. So, you know, if obviously if you're going to school to be like a lawyer or engineer or doctor, um, you know, it's kind of understood that you may have more student loans uh, than the average person, especially being a doctor. But I think people really don't understand that you don't make money immediately after you get that degree. Uh, so, you know, I think there's a misconception in society that uh, uh, because you graduated with a, you know, highly successful degree, you immediately are going to be making a lot of money starting off and, you know, student loans will be the least of your worries. Uh, most of the times, a lot of medical profession professionals will have the most student loans uh, of majority of people, but, you know, won't be able to pay it off or begin paying it off till way later in their careers. Also with, uh, you know, engineers, uh, you know, I think the average engineering salary may be like 50K. Uh, depends on what field of engineering you're in. Uh, the prices do vary uh, as far as salaries are concerned. Uh, but you most likely are not going to be coming out of college making, you know, more than what your student loans were worth. So that means, you know, it's going to take you a large amount of time to be able to pay off those student loans. Uh, especially, you know, if you're just graduating, uh, starting to work, um, you know, especially in this economy as well. Uh, educational uh, system, you know, they may, as far as uh, wages are concerned, make way less wages um, than those in those other professions. Uh, but, you know, the constituency on how to get these student loans uh, relieved uh, is kind of, you know, difficult for them to A, apply um, and get accepted, and B, you have to be in public service, I think it's like for 10 years, in order to have your loan forgiven. So that's 10 years, you're locked down into doing a job that you may not want to do um, in order to have your loans forgiven. Uh, so definitely it's not a, um, as soon as you sign up, they're forgiven sort of deal. Um, there are a little bit of loopholes and and things like that that people try to navigate to get through. But overall, uh, I think there's still a larger looming crisis when it comes to student loans. Uh, me being a person who has experienced having to pay back student loans, uh, being a millennial, you know, I did not enjoy, um, you know, that process. Uh, but, uh, you know, luckily I was able to uh, pay those off. Um, and so I was definitely happy uh, once that happened. But I do know there are a lot of people uh, you know, you graduate, you're in a new time of life, you want to get a house, you just got a job, you may want to get another vehicle, you can finally start eating things other than ramen uh, for once, you don't have to work multiple jobs, you have just this one job that you can now, uh, if you're lucky, because it's not always, can, you know, the, the case when you get out of college, but usually you can just work one job, um, and then, you know, be able to start a family and things of that nature, uh, but, you know, student loans is kind of the furthest thing from your mind to try to do to pay off. So if your amount is super high, I think people are more reluctant to try to push that to the side, which can be mitigated with, you know, you know, these different uh, fees that come out for, um, you know, the schools, tuition being ridiculous, dorms being ridiculously high, food at universities being ridiculously high, um, and things of that nature. So, uh, you know, if you're lucky to have a scholarship, uh, to go in, you know, those are people who were able to uh, leave debt-free, but I feel like those numbers are, are getting increasingly lower and lower as far as people uh, getting, um, you know, the scholarships and keeping them throughout their entire 
uh, school year. Uh, me personally, I know there were a crazy amount of fees uh, going through engineering school, uh, trying to, you know, there were lab fees, there were fees to use the lab equipment, um, there were fees, you know, for the lab itself, so you had to pay to use the space in the lab, you had to pay to use the lab equipment, then you had to buy other things like, you know, uh, testing kits to do the labs, uh, so those are all wrapped in. If you're taking online class, the online classes were way more expensive, uh, but they were a lot easier to take because, you know, the professors may be a little more difficult or something like that. There were a lot of different things uh, with navigating through uh, college that, uh, you know, assessed a lot more funds than, than needed to be. Uh, so, you know, depending on if you're going to, and I went to a public school, so, you know, I'd imagine going to private universities is way more expensive uh, than going to a public university. So, uh, definitely on that on that matter, I think there needs to be a, a complete overhaul uh, when it comes to, um, you know, student loan forgiveness. And I think, you know, there should be a potentially required course in high school uh, talking about loans and finance. Uh, so, you know, people know what they're actually signing up for when they go into college, uh, because, you know, going into college and coming out with like hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt, um, you know, how do you even fathom on paying that back? That's why, you know, you have shows like, uh, Dave Ramsey's show where you hear multiple callers call in talking about, Hey, I'm in debt. I need to pay this debt off. What's the plan that I can do? You know? He's been around for multiple years, basically explaining the same situation. Uh, and you just hear it over and over and over again of people who are in the same situation where they have a bunch of debt. Majority of them are educated, but, you know, it goes to show that there's something that needs to be done about the whole um, college program and, and financing college. I'm not saying it needs to be free, uh, you know, but I'm saying, you know, maybe there's some things that can be done to uh, cut down costs, uh, maybe major specifics uh, costs. You know, if you're if you're going into public service, maybe your tuition can be lower than others or, you know, depending on your degree, maybe, you know, there's something that could work out uh, for that. But next article on here, uh, I want to talk about uh, or the last one on here as well. Uh, the FDA approves views. Uh, vaping products for sale, uh, marketing the first e-cigarette industry. So e-cigarettes have kind of been um, one of the topics that started before the pandemic that the FDA uh, kind of had on its main uh, shelf before vaccines and all other stuff uh, kind of kicked off. Uh, they were saying, you know, vapes are bad because uh, they have, you know, pieces of metal that can get in your lungs. They cause all types of lung disease and things like that. And so there was kind of a war on vaping um, over smoking because some people said vaping was healthier than smoking. Uh, cigarettes or tobacco uh, products in general. Uh, and so there was kind of this whole debate between the two uh, going on. So this is definitely a big move forward uh, for the e-vape or vape industry, uh, because I know that they were waiting, uh, for this potential, um, 
you know, litigation to come out. So the FDA or Food Drug Administration on Tuesday announced that they will allow a unit of British American tobacco to keep selling its VUS solo e-cigarettes in United States. So these are the ones that you'll see that are disposable, that are at majority of gas stations that have different flavors. Um, I think the um, age has gone up, so you do have to be able to order in order to get your hands on these. Uh, but still, um, they are, you know, a tobacco product. Uh, and I think you have to be you have to be 21 or older in order to get uh, these products. Uh, the decision marks the first time the agency has approved uh, an e-cigarette brand for sale in the U.S. Uh, however, the approval doesn't include some of the flavored products submitted by R&J Reynolds Vapor. The agency decision seems to suggest the FDA is concerned about flavored vaping products, uh, which have been favored by teens. So uh, they try to are trying to mitigate some of the flavored ones uh, because those are the ones that seem to be the most addictive because you don't really you can't really tell that you're smoking, you know, tobacco or have all those different chemicals because it tastes like a certain flavor. And so the decision uh, is partly. Uh, the agency's broader review of the vaping industry following years of pressure from politicians and public health groups to regulate the segment as strictly as other tobacco products. A uh, decision marks the first time an agency uh, has approved an e-cigarette brand for sale in the U.S. However, the approval doesn't include some of the flavored products. Um, and then the manufacturer's data demonstrates its tobacco-flavored products could benefit addicted adult smokers uh, who switched to these products either completely or with a significant reduction in cigarette consumption by reducing their exposure to harmful chemicals. Um, and this is what the director uh, of the FDA Center of Tobacco Products said um, in the decision. The FDA gained the power to regulate new tobacco products in 2009. Over the last decade, thousands of e-cigarettes have appeared in stores, shelves, uh, without any approval uh, from the agencies, uh, which allowed the sales of these products um, as phased and standard of the uh, industry. These cigarettes deliver nicotine by using vaporizing liquid uh, cartridges and pods. Nicotine is the ingredient that makes tobacco, tobacco addictive. And it may have other negative uh, health effects. However, e-cigarette manufacturers have argued that their products can deliver nicotine to addicted adult smokers without health risks uh, that come along with burning tobacco. Uh, so the FDA uh, in the process had reviewed roughly 6.5 million applications from its 500 companies uh, that have yet to rule on all the products uh, Tens of thousands of applications have been denied from smaller players like JD Nova Group and Great American Vapes, particularly for flavored products. Uh, so if you go on Vuz's website, you can see that their main products are like menthol flavor um, or just like regular tobacco flavor. They're not really the fruity flavors that you'll see um, most uh companies have they do have a couple of fruity flavors but it seemed like they kind of steered away towards advertising most of those uh so i will uh agree that e-cigarettes do uh help you you know mitigate how much tobacco you're consuming because it tells you on the cartridge or whatever thing you're using it'll tell you how much tobacco is in it opposed to you know cigarettes or something else you really don't know how much is in it uh until you know 
it's too late. Uh, so definitely a huge move forward uh, as far as the FDA is concerned. I know there was a huge thing uh, when Jules first came out uh, about the regulation uh, and how, you know, th people were getting caught with them at schools. Um, you know, it was becoming like the, the 80s or, or, or 70s all again, or people were smoking in the bathrooms um, and things of that nature. Uh, because you had these portable little jewels that you don't really need to charge. You just have them and people were smoking them. So uh, definitely a huge move forward uh, in this FDA ruling. And I'm going to be interested to see what other products uh, they have in mind of regulating and which ones they approve and don't approve. So good luck to everybody out there trading. Hope everybody has a great rest of the week. And I'll see you guys next time. Peace.